ready to create the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. We've done it ourselves after leaving careers in law and clinical practice. Like many other professional women, we wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our growing families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other ambitious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We love audiobooks and we suspect that you do too. Because you're a Soulful MBA listener, you can get an audiobook of your choice and a 30-day free trial over at audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba for your free audiobook. Welcome to the Soulful MBA podcast, episode 140. Today, I am so pleased to introduce you to Nicole LeBru. Nicole is the founder of Nicole LeBru Yoga and Wellness, and I wanted to interview her for a number of reasons. First, you simply need to hear this inspiring story of what Nicole recently achieved. She is one of our Inner Circle members and has had incredible success following the steps that we lay out in our Beta Launch Lab, which is our course on how to launch your first digital product. Second, she is a great example of what you can do when you take action. She does not play victim or come up with excuses. She took the lessons, got down to business, and she made some money. Third, she has a small email list and a relatively small following on social, yet she still had a fantastic launch. Too many people delay starting their online business until they have 10,000 on their email list or 10,000 followers on Instagram, so they have that magical swipe up feature or some other arbitrary goal. Nicole shares her email list number and her social following, and she proves that this just isn't true. My favorite part is when she talks openly about the mindset shift she experienced when she decided to invest in herself and in her business. And in this case, it was joining Inner Circle. Spending this money changed everything. And she talks about what that shift felt like and how it impacted her results. Nicole is intelligent. She is energetic. She is happy. And I just want to surround myself with many, many Nicoles. And a quick note, I am operating solo this week as Jenny enjoys a much-needed vacation. She'll be back next week, of course. So let's listen now to the wonderful Nicole LeBru. Hello, Nicole, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you've agreed to talk with me. Hi, Sandy. I am so excited to be here. This was not what I saw in my future a couple months ago, so this is pretty phenomenal that I'm here talking to you today. It's, you know, everything has happened really fast for you, and that's partly why we invited you on is because we just want to hear this story. It's really amazing. So let's start at the beginning. Let's introduce you to our listeners. So tell us who you are and... Prior to a couple months ago, what were you doing? What was your business? Well, my name is Nicole LeBrew, and I am a mom. I am a yoga instructor, a meditation guide, and a whole plant herbalist from Rhode Island on the East Coast of the U.S. 
And up until a couple months ago, I was doing all of those things live and in person. So I have my weekly in-studio yoga classes, and then I teach monthly um, specialty classes and also monthly herbalism classes. So would you go to a studio or like where do you teach your herbalist classes? We actually, my partner and I, who I teach those classes with, we do them. We are very lucky to have lots of different opportunities and places to host them on. So we've host them at local community centers. We host them on organic farms. We actually have a class this evening that we're hosting at this beautiful home that is like a little mini retreat center. Where else have we done them? We've done one at my house. So, So it's kind of like every month, depending on the season and the theme and what we're teaching, will change the location of where we're teaching that class at. Awesome. And so what was the thought? Like, okay, I need to do this differently or, you know, expand. Like, what was the thinking that you wanted to go online? Well, I think as with most women with children will say that having a child, having their first child was a major turning point in their life as far as like what they're doing, why they're doing it, how they want to spend their time, and what contribution we want to make to the world in general. So I had a very challenging time when my son was first born. It was a huge adjustment that I didn't make well. And so I was just easing my way kind of into this mom life. So I I worked part-time and taught. I worked part-time at a greenhouse. I was the primary caregiver for my son, and I taught yoga classes as well. And about a little over a year ago, I wasn't able to hold everything. I was doing the greenhouse, I was doing yoga, I was doing the mom, and then my self-care and well-being was kind of the other part of that, and that was majorly slipping. And I was just like, this isn't sustainable, something something has to go. So I gave up working my hourly paid job at the greenhouse. So my whole last year has just been about experimentation, like learning, trying new things, trying different kinds of classes, like doing a little bit more with social media, but not much, and just kind of reading a lot more, studying a lot more, seeing what other people are doing. And it just became very clear very quickly that the only sustainable way that I could be doing the things that I want to do is online. And just, you know, kind of switching into the mindset of getting paid for my time or getting paid for, you know, the worth of each product or whatever class that I'm doing, you would have to teach a ton of in-person classes to be making a reasonable money. And me personally, I can't teach more than five or six classes a week. I know there's some teachers that teach like 20 classes a week. I don't know how that's sustainable. I just can only teach a few without getting totally, you know, burnt out and just kind of energetically unsustained, not nourished. So first of all, I just want to acknowledge that is the truth. Like this, this online world is just expanded what we can do as women and entrepreneurs and as mothers, like there's just, it's such an amazing time that we live in that this is even possible for us, right? Like it's just incredible. And so if you made that decision, like, okay, so the next step so that I can 
be whole and be present and still make some decent income is to be online. Was that scary? Like, is the online thinking of putting or your teaching online? Was that like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing? Or like, how did you feel about that act of doing it? It wasn't very scary. So I built up a lot of confidence in teaching in person, like practicing, just getting in front of people, talking to people, receiving feedback. Um, I have a really dedicated, small local following of people who come to every class that I teach and are just very supportive of, of everything that I'm doing. So I wasn't afraid of putting myself out there. I'm comfortable talking or being in front of the camera, fairly so. The thing that was scary to me was the tech aspect of it. Years, like a decade or more ago, I was really great at like Photoshop and computer stuff. And then I didn't do it for a long time, which means I might as well have not done it all because things are obviously so, so different now. So I was nervous about like just figuring out all the tech stuff and I just get frustrated with it really quickly and just kind of throw the towel or I have at all their times in the past. And when you say tech, I know we hear this all the time. And so are you worried about like actually using the software and like connecting everything? Or you were you thinking more about the strategy of how to do what and when? A little bit of both, but I guess it was initially like figuring out, you know, some sort of email, like sequence automation (laughs) thing. It was what equipment to use, what, like what software programs to be uploading or editing, or even like how to edit or like what a video I need to edit like, Yeah. yeah, all of those things. And it was the coming up with the strategy. I guess I'm really good at coming up with more broad, big picture strategies, but yeah, actually implementing all the little pieces. It's a lot. It's a lot in your mind to sort out, right? Okay. So then you found us and you went through our beta launch lab, which is our newest course, which we're relaunching in October. So coming up and you went through it. So you had this idea first, let me back up before beta launch lab. You had an idea of something you wanted to teach. Can you describe what that is? Yes, I teach one of my in-person series that I teach is called Journey with Your Chakras. And we meet live in person for two hours a week. And it's a mix of discussion, meditation, yoga, asana practice, and then even like home practice assignments of like connecting to whatever that particular week's chakra is. So that was my online course. And I I love putting together curriculum and like being like, this class is this and like kind of just segmenting and putting together all the pieces of like a course that's really, really fun for me. So I had that all done. I had all my PDFs all done. I had everything all written. And I was like, this would be a great online course. Because a lot of people who were taking it in person were like, I wish so-and-so could take this course, but they live in Colorado or, you know, in Florida or wherever. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, one day, one day I'll be online, one day I'll be online. So that was my initial product that I was going to sell was that course that I thought would be very easily translated into an online course. Okay. And then you went through Beta Launch Lab. And what did you do? Then I went through Beta Launch Lab and it was so satisfying just to like see it 
all laid out there. Like I just went through looking at all the names of all the videos and even just in seeing that I could make sense of like the process and like what happens. So I just went, the first time I listened to the course, I just kept a very open mind. I was just letting, I was just listening. I was letting whatever inspiration came as I was doing it. I got so inspired and to write different topics or to phrase things in a different way or just to expand the idea about like what was possible in this online space, which I'm absolutely still learning. So it just put everything together. I didn't have to be searching on Google, like, how do I do this? I could look at the beta launch lab, have it there. And if I couldn't find the video there, that I could reach out to you and Sandy and know that I would get a response very quickly as to what the answer to that particular question and was. Did you end up creating for your beta product? Did you end up doing the chakra course? I did not. Yeah, because I, I learned that that was that was way too much, too big of an undertaking for a first, for a first course. Because just it was just in lengthwise, it would be like an eight week course. And that was mm. just too overwhelming and too much for kind of like a first trial. So that was definitely something that I learned in the course as well was to offer like just something not as huge for your first practice trial run. And so we also in the in the Beta Launch Lab teach a process called sleuthing where you go and turn to your existing students or clients and ask questions to see what they really want to learn or what they want to take from you. So I know that you did that. How many conversations did you have? Do you remember? I think I had about 10 conversations. I know that's less than what you recommend in the program, but it was just <laughs> my summer was crazy with my son being at different summer camps every week. And it was just a crazy schedule. I had like two hours here, or like 30 minutes there. So, and then everyone else was kind of in the summer craziness as well. So I think it was partly due to the time of year. It was just really hard to, I was just spending so much time going back and forth, finding a date, a time that mm-hmm. worked that it just started getting closer and closer yeah. and closer to like launch. And I was like, okay, my time is better spent somewhere else. But I did learn a lot from those conversations. And I also did a lot of like Instagram stories sleuthing. Yes, you did. You Which did. Was, I know. And I it yeah. was awesome what you yeah. did on on stories. But did so did you through that sleuthing and that those conversations, did you find your idea for your beta, your first product through that, or did you already have an idea? I had a loose idea about what I wanted to do, but the pieces didn't really start to fall into place until I was talking to people. So I got great ideas from the conversations that I had. And from the conversations I was learning that I was on, I was pretty much on the right track with a lot of different things. But what became clear through the conversations were what more specifically people needed and wanted in their lives. And can you give an example of that? Like what specifically did you hear that you wouldn't have considered or thought of? In the past, I have not been one for online community things. Like it just, I'm Uh just like an in-person person person, and it just seemed like (laughs) not something I was interested in. But, and I'm so blessed to have such a great local community of support in my real life that I was taking it for granted and not realizing how many people don't have that support. A lot of people, especially in the Mm. wellness or herbalism or kind of world, they're, you know, usually the odd one out in their family or in their group of friends. So there was a lot of, I wish I had more people to talk to about these things with. So the community aspect of Mm. the course has been a lot stronger 
than I had originally anticipated. That's interesting. And so let can we hear what you actually built for your beta sure. launch? So my beta launch is a five-week online course called Elements of Abundance, and it's a combination of plant medicine, yoga, and meditation. But also I included something called a connection practice, which is something that is like a home practice assignment that people will take into into their lives. So they're more connected to all parts of their life. It's not like this is my yoga life and like this is my other life. It's like bringing it all all together. All together. And so I think a lot of people who, you know, are very, you know, similar thinking to you, it's like, I've got this community and I've got this idea and I want to do this online, but oh my God, I don't know how. And they also come up with the excuse, like, I don't have a big enough following. Can you maybe share with the listeners what email list size did you have, or maybe even Instagram size, if you know it? Because you you proved something. With yeah, this. it wasn't it wasn't a lot. I think I had 220 emails on my email list, and those were like friends, like people I know personally. It was family members. I wasn't great at getting emails from like my in person students, but I did have some. So I went back to past classes or past you know emails. So I had to do some <laughs> sleuthing. Right. And- in my inbox to get some of these email addresses. And it was also people who had signed up for classes from me online or, you know, I put out a clipboard at the beginning of a class. So it was everyone on the email list was someone that I had that I knew very well or who had taken a class from me in person. And I think I was around, when I first started with this, I think my Instagram followers were like 750. Okay. Okay. So it's not 50,000 followers. I think people think the only way I'm going to make any money or have any success is if I've, you know, 10,000 followers on Instagram or more, thousands on the email list. So I just love that you have a relatively, a good start, but a relatively small numbers and you had the success that you did. So tell us then, did you have your whole course created before you launched this product? No. I didn't have really much of anything created. I had a little free mini course that was like an, a previous opt-in that I had done and that I included in like bonus material for the course. And I think that's kind of the only thing that I had done. So your cart opens, you picked a day. So this is my launch. This is my cart open date. How many days was your cart open for? My cart was officially open for five days. And so you're like, hey, everybody, I've got this this thing for sale, this new little course for sale. And you did not have it all created because you were testing to see if anyone was going to even buy it. And so right. how many sales did you make in the cart open period? In the cart open period, I think I had 12 or 13 people sign up during the cart open period. That's amazing. More than half of which was on the final was on the day. The last day, the cart closed yeah. day. Okay. So we usually say that, you know, for a beta, when you are creating something new and you're going to test it, you generally want a smaller group. You don't want to hunt 200 people in your first product. And so we usually get people to aim for like 10, 15, you know, like that's kind of ideal depending on what you're teaching. So for you to have 12 or 13 as a brand new online offering is amazing. So then what happened on cart close day? On cart close day, I was super psyched with those 13 people that had signed up. My like low number was 10. So I was already over the moon. I had all these paying clients, but then, so I had, yeah, 26 total. So I had that same amount of people signed up in the next week, which was me reaching out to people who had expressed interest on social media or people who I had noticed were opening a lot of my emails and just kind of 
doing those conversations, but it was so great because it wasn't coming from a place of salesy or desperation at all because I was already super psyched. So it was more of just like a, Hey, I'm doing this really cool thing. We've got a really great group of people. Like, I don't think you want to miss this. And it was more like I was and honestly doing it for these humans, these women that I thought would benefit. Yeah. From program. And a lot of them were like, thank you so much for the reminder. I didn't realize that it was yesterday or, you know, whatever, whatever the case was, but just about everyone that I reached out to ended up signing up. So were they people that you knew or were there some people in there that you didn't know, like from social? Every 25 people I have personal relationships with, some of them close personal relationships, some of them just people who have come to my class in person, maybe once or twice. And then there was one one person who I did not know who found me on social media that ended up signing up for the class. So just about everyone that signed up was someone in my local personal circle. And they knew, the people that joined, knew that this was like your beta. This was your experiment. This was your first offer. And were they excited about being a beta tester for you? Yeah, I I think so. Yes, I think it was a lot of like, this is what I've been looking for. Like, I want to learn all of these things. And like you all teach, like everything that I have to share is someone can totally find online, but it's not coming from me. Like people want to hear it from me because they like my style or they like how I talk or for whatever reason. So that was just, you know, empowering just to have that. Like they could find this information anywhere, but they wanted to hear it from me. It shows you. Yeah, it feels good. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is an easy-to-use platform that helps you build and sell your own courses, memberships, and live stream programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. You can learn more at namastream.com. And so tell us about the money. So what was the, so these are friends, because I think a lot of people think that beta means free. And we absolutely disagree with that. We think there should be a charge for your beta for your first offering. So tell us about the money. What did you, what do you plan to sell this course for? And what was your beta price? I had the, so the plan, the course will sell in the future for $395. And even after that, even that higher price and like doing all the work I'm doing now, I was like, it could even be way more than that. But for now, that's great. So I sold the course for $197 was my beta price, which would be half off the $395. And I thought a lot about this. And it wasn't coming from... I, so I ended up doing... Everyone who signed up for my beta course got 50% off all of my online courses for life, which was bold. Oh, smart. But it wasn't... I thought about it a lot. And I really felt intuitively called to do that because it wasn't coming from a place of scarcity. It was coming from... Like this is the first 20 people, right? Like there's going to be thousands of more in the future. So if these 20 people get like half off of every single course, like that's great. I'm I'm happy to offer that for them. Some people did sign up, I think, because of they were like, oh, well, maybe this course isn't right for me now, but I know I'm going to be doing courses in the future. And this is like the best way to get 
to get right. in. Yeah, I love I love that idea. Like the beta testers are like so important to your business. And I have another software company called Connectable, and I have I think it's twelve different networking groups around North America that believed in me and invested in this idea that I had before a line of code was written. And they are such a special group and they have low pricing for ever. I will never change their pricing. I will jump and answer their phone calls, you know, before I do anything else, because they're so important that they believed and trusted in me before anything even existed. Like just sort of comical to look back at what they, the money that they gave me when I didn't even have anything done. And so it's really kind of fun to think about, so what can I do for this really special group, uh, in your case, 26 people, what can I create an offer for them that will be, you know, really special just to say thank you for believing in me and, and jumping on, on board before there's really anything in existence. And, you know, if you don't want to give 50% off courses forever, you could do like, what about an hour consult or like look into your assets? Do you have checklists? Do you have an ebook? Do you have like, what do you have that you could just give them that isn't a whole lot of work for you, you know, or is it your time even? But it's really kind of fun to think about this little cohort that you're going to treat just like gold. Yeah, it was after I was selling the courses, I was like I had a sales page done. Like they trusted me to deliver everything I said that I was going to deliver. And that just showed, that was like, wow. And maybe they did think that I had things right. recorded. Like I wasn't- <laughs> They don't need to know that. Clear or, or not clear <laughs> about that. It wasn't a secret. So that felt pretty, Yeah, that was really, it was really great. Yeah, I don't think that matters. And there's nothing there's nothing better than accountability in that way. Like you have taken money. Okay, now I got to deliver and you will get those lessons done or whatever you need to do because people are waiting for you. And that's I think that's part of the reason that we teach this too is like sometimes you can spend a year trying to develop a course and then you know plan to sell it next month or next month and then just time goes on. But if you've got paying customers and they're expecting it on October, then you, you know, you'll find the time to do it. You'll make it a priority. So that's so cool. Yeah, I can plan things to death and have been a super procrastinator in the past, but this is a sure way to not be that way. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Days. That's great. So for those who are thinking like, God, I want to do what Nicole did, or I want to start, like, what is, do you have advice for someone who's kind of like in the early stages of imagining what's possible? Yeah, I think it's, there was a lot of shifts that happened. It was deciding to like make this my business and to take it seriously. And then all of the mindset shifts of investing in myself, of making this a priority of like really going for it. Because when I invested in the Soulful MBA and the Namastream product, that was a lot of money. Like that was the most money I've ever spent like on my business in that way, like at all, like by far. And it was, it was scary, but I knew that as a person who's not necessarily super personally motivated, I needed some structure. I needed steps because I could spend like all day looking up one silly thing on Google or like reading free articles or watching free videos. And then I'd get like nothing done. I didn't realize how powerful investing in yourself is energetically on the other end because once I did that, it just totally changed the game. I was like, I'm a professional person and like, this is what I do. This is my job now. And so that just changed my mindset. And then four months later, I made back my investment and then some like that was, I was not expecting that. That was crazy. So I've already like made back all the money I spent. 
on Soulful MEA and Namastream. And I know I'm going to have like three more launches at least this next year that will just, you know, up that even more. So I think the investment is probably the scariest thing at first for people like me who are just not used to spending like that on themselves. But something changes when you do invest and it just makes you take yourself more seriously. And just the way that the conversations on our strategy are you know, twice a month strategy calls and just the way, the way that the conversations go, it's not like a what if conversation. It's like a factual, like this is what's happening conversation. Because in the real world, especially if you're not around people who are doing anything online, people think it's weird. People don't understand how it works. And it's like a lot of just kind of like defending yourself and then that ups your doubt and it's all these things. But then I go hear your voice or I hear Jenny's voice and it's like, no, this is what's happening. Like, it's not a big deal. This is just our job. This is just our life. And just that was like, yes, it is. This is my job and this is my life and I'm a professional and I'm taking this serious. I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true about investing in yourself. And once you lay down some money, it's like, okay, let's get this job done. Let's get it done. You know, and then that shift. Yeah. And I think too, it's like, it's time, like you're investing in your time. Like, do you want to spend hours going through blog posts trying to piece the information together? Or do you want to spend the money and get it done and get some sales in and do the work? Like for us, it's like the teachers that we want to attract, they've got stuff to teach. Like we don't want them to try to figure out how to like figure out a payment gateway or something sort of dumb and mundane. Like we've already done that. Just use our software and it's done. Because otherwise, yeah, sure, all the information's out there. All the pieces are there for you to put together, but it's time. You just like, you've got better things to do. So I'm so glad that you, uh, I love that sort of mental shift. Like I am a legit entrepreneur now. I just drop some money and I'm going to do the work. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And it would have taken me, I can't even guess. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like how, figure out what I learn. It's ridiculous to like not invest in this way. Yeah. I think the saddest thing is if people give up because they're just so frustrated by trying to put it all together. But my favorite word from this interview is like you you said you opened up beta launch lab and it was like satisfying. Like just yes, like, there it, it is. Was. There it was it like is. I could see just by glancing over like the names of the videos, I could see like what was happening, like where it was going. Yeah. So that was I loved it. I was like, just soaked it all in and put it into yeah. action. Exactly. Love it. Soaked it all Love in. It. That was exactly what I was looking for. All right. Let's hear from you, Nicole Join Hustle. What's your joy? My joy is our local CSAs, which are oh, community nice. supported agriculture. Yes. My local organic farm is right down the street from my house. It's probably like, you know, two or three miles away. It's called Roots Roots Family Farm. And so I order my veggies there at the beginning of the week and then I go pick them up and I get this beautiful bin of produce that was on the plant like maybe a couple of hours ago. That's amazing. And I know that farms like this, there's where I live in New England, there's tons of local small organic farms. So we're very blessed, but I know that they exist all over yep. the country and I'm sure Canada. Yep. So I just think... It, And supporting your local agriculture, supporting your local economy, especially if it's like a family or a female-owned farm, I don't think there's a better investment that you can make in your community and in your health. I love it. It's perfect. And that's pure joy. Pure joy. You know what I like is when you you get these bins and you don't know what's going to be in it. Like you don't always, in the city when we do it, it's just like a mystery. 
of what's going to show up. But, yeah. you know, seasonal. I love that. Like, what's it going to be? I like not knowing. Opening a present. I open the bin yeah. and, and there's no bags or anything, which is another great thing. Like so there's just all the colors laid out. And I'm just like, oh, it's just like a bounty and just like a gift from the earth. I love it so much. Pure joy. I love it. All right. And your hustle. Hustle. So I thought a lot about this and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to say Namastream and the Soulful MBA inner circle because there was nothing really I was thinking about other. I'm like, okay, this is your chance to like support something. And I was like, there's nothing that I want to support more than this. I use other little programs and things, but I love everything that you and Jenny lay out for us. And I love that you are mothers and I love that you are women. And I love that you are, you know, doing your own thing. And I want to support you and women like you in any way that I can. So I am so grateful. Well, I will take that plug. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So just to be clear, Nicole joined Inner Circle. It's a one-year incubator. It's one year of software. All of our courses, including the Beta Launch Lab, and we also do strategy calls twice a month. And if any of you are interested, you can go to soulful.mba slash Inner Circle. But I also want to bring your attention that we have a checklist for the Beta Launch. So all these steps that Nicole referenced, we have a Beta Launch checklist that you can go and get at betalaunchlab.com. You can download that checklist. And we're also going to be doing some training on beta launch coming up in October. So you'll also be notified if you grab that checklist, you'll be on the wait list to be notified about that training. So awesome. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. And if people want to follow you, learn more about your programs, where can they find you? Well, my website is nicolelebrewyoga.com. And you can find me on Instagram at nicolelebrew. And LeBrew is spelled L-E-B-R-E-U-X. Correct. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you invited me on here. This is really awesome. All right. Bye-bye. Ready to go from, I really want to build an online business, but don't know where to start, to... Wow, I've just sold my first digital product. That's exactly what we're going to help you do during our free Become an Online Teacher course. We've created a simple five-day email-based course to teach you everything you need to get started as an online teacher. By the end of the week, you'll have a digital product that's mapped out, priced, and ready to offer your community. Head over to soulful.mba teacher to sign up. It's totally free. Thank you.